Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Sturgis, and this time I'm joined by Christy. And you'll be able to hear this nice talk that we just did afterwards because we already pre recorded it. Oh boy. Uh, you've destroyed the magic. You've lifted the curtain. That's what happens. And cue the clip. <laughs> <laughs> Took huh? you long enough. Oh, look who's talking. <laughs> Not really. That doesn't count. Oh, okay. Doesn't Just the count. difference. The difference between 2018 and 2019 doesn't count. Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly one. However, you want to justify yourself. I can justify it in many ways. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Not much. How about you? Uh, not too much. Kind of same old. I am, uh, I just beat a level in Dungeon Keeper. How is that? Oh my god, it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a game of my childhood. Um, so when I grew up, um, I have, I have a cousin who I'm really close with. Mm-hmm. And he is the one who really got me into gaming. And so when I was too young to play, because like old school RPGs are really hard, <laughs> um, and that's what we kind of yeah, that, <laughs> that's what we kind of started with. Like he'd play Fallout, you know, where you have to like remember to drink water and shit, and uh, Baldur's Gate and all that kind of stuff. Things we had to like explore the map, and sometimes if you went to a particular section of the map, you would just die. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're not supposed to go there if you just start out. You can't just walk to the end boss. It's not like most complicated <sighs> games nowadays. Yeah, I mean, but I'm pretty sure it was Fallout where it's like if you walked like four times east or something like that and you didn't like drink any water, you just kind of, you're fucked. <laughs> it was something like that. I can't remember because I, I didn't play it myself. I just remember watching him play it. But Dungeon Keeper is an RTS. And uh, you are, it, it's, it was made by Bullfrog and spearheaded by uh, Peter Molyneux. Ugh. <laughs> that name has so, not aged well. 
<laughs> so I thought, you know, have this was the only experience I had playing one of his games. You know, his name was attached to Fable, infamously. And uh, I guess everybody knows the story from there. You but... are just <laughs> dragging it down. You could have just been like, look, I've been playing Dungeon Keeper. It's a great game. But instead, you brought <laughs> Peter Molyneux into the mix. Yeah. So, but Dungeon Keeper is really amazing because um, it was made in like 1991 or something like that. Uh, and there, I don't, there wasn't anything really like it. And I don't think there has been really since. I mean, there's like black and white. But Dungeon Keeper is just so deliciously evil. <laughs> Everything about it from, like, you, you play the bad guy and you, like, kill heroes or you kill competing dungeon masters. Um, all of your minions that you get are very distinct uh, with their own, like, quirks. Like, there's a mistress and she comes when you, like, get a torture chamber. That's a double entendre, by the way, because she loves the torture chamber. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's just an amazing amazing game and and there's a lot of strategy involved uh, as the game gets harder they just like throw a bunch of enemies at you i surprisingly um, have never touched any of those games oh god it's so good so there is a second one which um i never got into as much but it is like the gameplay is definitely a little bit tighter uh, and then there was supposed to be a third one. Yeah, it looks it like got, it got canceled. Yeah, it got canceled. And then there's actually a spiritual successor, uh, which is War for the Overworld, made by uh, it's just a, it's a fan uh, made game. It hmm. came out in like 2015 or something, um, and it's on Steam. So I think I'm gonna get it because I looked at it and I was like, oh my god, it's exactly like Dungeon Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> It, like, oh, God, it's just that kind of sadistic humor that I just love. It's amazing. So, like, for instance, you, your, like, home screen is, like, a map of all of these um, places that you basically go, you're going to go uh, take over and ruin. <laughs> and they're named, like, Tickle and, <laughs> like, Hug Town, you know, just, like, silly thing. Never grim. And of course, you... because you want to ruin a good thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you can't just have it be all hunky-dory. Welcome to Smilesville. Yeah. Population, yeah. smiles. It's fantastic and, here. And yeah. then Christy comes along and fucks it all up. <laughs> Story of my life. So, yeah. And then one of the great details is that after you take it over, you change the name of it. And then you get a little summary from the narrator. So in the beginning, it's like, oh, this place is ruled by Catherine, the beautiful and just queen. And then afterwards, it's like, yeah, this place is called Stomach Bile. And even the rats are afraid to come out to eat all the carcasses that you just made. <laughs> I thought you were just going to just drop it and be like, no, welcome to Fucktown. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too obvious. <laughs> oh, excuse me. We have to be subtle. <laughs> Yeah, there's we really nothing subtle about the game. But, we don't uh, have there's... our villainy, you know, just out in the open. <laughs> I would, yeah. Well, I mean, like, welcome I to Missing say... Childrensburg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> population question mark. <laughs> there's missing children. What do you expect? I mean, cool. <laughs> so like, probably. I mean, it's a mature game, but um, the closest thing no. you get to like being. Um, 
have, well, the whole thing is crude, but like the closest, they don't have any swear words, but there is like uh, this one character called Horny. <laughs> and he's like a, a horned reaper kind of character, but his name is just Horny. <laughs> I was about to say, um, let me guess, does he have horns? <laughs> he does. And he will slaughter everything in your own dungeon. So you have to, like, oh, make God. him, you have to, like, put a magical door on his, uh, like, you have to give him his own apartment kind of thing. <laughs> or else to keep he, him busy. Yeah, or else he just You're basically telling everybody. me you have to keep your weird uncle busy. <laughs> my, my weird <laughs> horny uncle. Oh. <laughs> Ugh, it's even yeah. worse. The game is so good. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <sighs> Makes no point whatsoever. <laughs> I uh, have also I oh I finally played the Stick of Truth. That, okay, I mean that's a little lo- long ago that it came out. I know sure. exactly. Okay, so I'm all about saving money. <laughs> so am I. That's why I, I admit I love my humble humble monthly subscription because I that's get why, games. Yeah, you have like two thousand games on Steam or something. <laughs> we need to stop saying the number. <laughs> it's not cool anymore. The first step is admitting it, <laughs> or not. If we don't talk about it, then we can just ignore the fact that it's eleven sixty eight or something like that. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I so wait, I've really been enjoying because I got into what I would consider a rut where I was just playing AAA games, and that doesn't sit well with me because even though they're amazing and the budgets are high, and I'm really into the voice acting and that's phenomenal, I was starting to get bored with like how perfect everything was, and um, I was like, you know, I need to. I need to expand myself again. Like, it was just getting on my nerves. And so I went on Steam and I bought um, Papers, Please. That, <laughs> I'm sorry. For those that have never played Papers, Please, <laughs> it is a fantastic game where, yes, you do have to play by the rules and make sure you're reading the, the rule book of what... Oh, God, yeah. The glorious country of Ostrowska. But... <laughs> <laughs> just because I don't like your eyes doesn't mean you can come into my country <laughs> <laughs> it, oh my god that game was a super mind fuck it was really great I mean, it's actually it, also available on iOS so it can be played on iPads and it's fantastic yeah I saw that um, yeah I so my husband has a PC I just have my laptop so I kind of just like commandeer his PC whenever I want to play Steam terrible <laughs> so... absolutely terrible <laughs> Um, so yeah, Papers, Please, is, it manages, I was skeptical because I heard what the game was about and I heard it was amazing, you know, but you have to kind of take things with a grain of salt. Um, and I was like, how amazing can it really be if you're just like an immigration officer? And it somehow That alone manages... should entice you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I just went through the immigration process with my husband and I was sort of done with it. <laughs> I can imagine that would put a bad taste in anybody's mouth. So let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so it, that game somehow manages to be funny, heart-wrenching. Uh, just it runs the gamut of emotions and in a way I wasn't really expecting. Well, yeah, because you have to constantly bu- uh, manage and budget the fact that not only, and of course this is for the folks at home, 
not only do you have to worry about your job on a daily basis, you have to worry about the fact that you're also living with people at home. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like grandma's sick. I'm like, well, <laughs> grandma's not getting meds this week. <laughs> One less mouth to feed. Sorry, Graham. <laughs> I really want to save you, grandma, but yeah. you know, you're 96. And I couldn't, I couldn't fill out those five extra immigration forms today. So in turn, right? Yeah. Then one of the great things that I really liked about it was that there are so many endings, and it um, keeps track of them. So oh, it's like, oh, you lasted until day twenty or something, you know. And then you not only try to beat that, you like try to get a different ending, um, and try a whole bunch of different things. And I ended up probably playing it four or five times uh which is not common for me (laughs) (laughs) so because you brought up papers please Mm -hmm. the guy who made it lucas pope actually released a second game more recently called the return of the oprah din i highly advise because that's what i in my brief stint of uh going dark when it comes to podcasting i have actually just been playing games and catching up and spending time with my family you know becoming a dad of two yada yada, we're not here to talk about that look i'm just saying (laughs) but return of the oprah din basically you are an insurance adjuster oh no oh no it is it is a first person game and you walk around so you are tasked with going to this port and a ship has come in called the Oprah Din. We thought it was lost. It was gone. We need to find out what happened. And, of course, bill the folks that need to be billed, i.e. you are the insurance adjuster. <laughs> but when you get lives. there, you have, you're given this, like, compass that can basically show you what happened so that you can basically mark it off as, like, oh, the captain did this and this person did that. And you basically have the ledger of who was working on the ship. And you have to figure out who they are based off the situations. Hmm. You don't, you're not giving their names up front, so you have to figure those out. You have to match names to faces and how they died. <laughs> oh, God. But are they, like, 16-bit faces? Because they could be anybody. <laughs> if you have a moment, go look it up real quick. It, no joke. Okay. It is grayscale, like, old Mac OS. Oh, it looks, no. It, it, it looks amazing. What is it called? Oberthin? Return of the Obra Din. I almost spelled that shit right. Okay. I (laughs) didn't do the extra N. (laughs) 10 out of 10 on Steam. Okay. I'll probably have to check this out. I I I, Yeah. Hmm. I love a mystery. Like so much so. Like when I was. Jack then. (laughs) (laughs) When I. no No joke. You, um, to give you a hint at something. Mm-hmm. Um, basically you see somebody do something and you're like, okay, well, obviously this is their spot in the ship. Uh-huh. So it has to be this person. And you're like, how'd they die? That dude was shot. <laughs> <laughs> but then you find out, oh wait, I screwed up. He didn't die in that scene. He actually got killed by a horrific monster that pops out of the ocean later on. Not to spoil that, but just that's the type of shit that can That's happen. the kind of game we're dealing with. Alright. Yes. I'm looking at the wiki and it's like designer Lucas Pope, programmer Lucas Pope, artist Lucas Pope, composer it's only Lucas made by him. Pope. He's like a Jonathan Blow, except uh, not as disappointing. <laughs> Is that a controversial statement? Are we past the greatness of Jonathan Blow? <laughs> a little. 
because uh, he's uh, he's been a little. Uh, mm. I'll let you so, look into that one yourself. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I haven't dug into it much since The Witness. Um, Good game. So I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so I loved Braid, like to the point where the ending made me very emotional. Um, and then I was like reading Jonathan Blow's blog, uh, waiting for The Witness to come out, and obviously that took a really long time that process and then when it finally came out oh god so when it finally came out i downloaded it i was really excited i love puzzles um oh the game's fantastic the only downside is is that if you brute force any single puzzle you fuck yourself over for the rest of the game (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i haven't beaten it um i got stuck on a puzzle and you know how he makes he makes it almost impossible to like look up which puzzle you're uh, like online if you want to do a walkthrough you have to be like puzzle where you have to line up the trees with the puzzle <laughs> and then you well just... it also doesn't help that how how long ago did you play it oh I haven't played the witness in probably two years oh then you need to start over <laughs> <laughs> yeah right like that's how I feel and that's probably why I'll never pick it up again. <laughs> There is there is no muscle memory for that game. It legit just if you don't remember how to do anything, then you are totally screwed. Yeah, seen, I, I I don't I don't I, see the reward in picking it back up. Honestly, I didn't mind trying it on iOS because mm-hmm. I can kind of pop it up, pull it up, you know, do some stuff real quick, and then just put it back down. So yeah. it's kind of cool to be able to you know, hey, it's on my phone. Cool. Okay, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by the mistness of it like I was when he first started talking about it. But what I'm annoyed by uh, is all of the focus on like the lighting and, you know, the shadows, like it's innovative, but almost to the point where it's too much, which is why I started playing like, which is why I started playing like Papers, Please. I was just like, give me a great fucking story and I don't care if everyone has block faces. <laughs> Definitely play Oprah Din then. You will you will thank me later on that one. Yeah, I might just do that. Um, I I'm also trying to go back and play Baldur's Gate. Uh, uh, <laughs> Secret shame. I've never played them. I mean, we were pretty young when those games came out. So, oh no! Like... You have to understand that when the <laughs> games came out, my friend um, Larry, he, Jesus Christ, <laughs> sweared up and down like that game was beautiful, amazing, and I'm just like, I don't have time. I'm playing Diablo. <sighs> I just so I've around to Baldur's Gate. I've never played Diablo, and then my husband came up while get I was this. playing. Get get off! <laughs> hit and <laughs> get off my damn call. All right, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> You had one job. You had all these years. Played Diablo. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, So like I said, I watched my cousin play a lot of games. So I watched him play Baldur's Gate. And you know my relationship with Bioware is... um, Who? Intense, to say the least. Who are they? I don't know who that name is. We don't have to get into that. So I heard heard they make uh, always online games. Uh... I mean, I have a whole diatribe on this if you want to unpack, but... <laughs> we can get there. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> We're only 18 minutes in. <laughs> exactly. 
Because <laughs> I, I, I want to hear from someone who's like, you know, Bioware was there for me when I really needed it. I was in a dark time and Bioware was there to pick me up. And I'm like, but where are they now? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Baldur's Gate. So, circling back to what I was saying before, like, old school RPGs are really hard. And... Um, and, you keep saying this like I don't know that already. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just circling it back. I'm making it relevant. Uh, so oh no, I'm just I I try to pick up some games. I'm just like, wait, when the hell? How did I play this? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh god, I just made me think of another game, but Baldur's Gate. So I'm not even very far, uh, but you start out so fucking weak. Like, you get the tutorial is basically like kill some rats. There are like two assassins who try to kill you. And then you got to go out into the wilderness <laughs> with like monsters and shit and other people trying to kill you. And it is hard. And you're so weak. You're so and poor. And I feel like that's really just real life. <laughs> it's just so hard. And there was some point where I was just like, I'm done. This is too much. Like, I got to take a break and, and play Dungeon Keeper. And, slap some people around so I, I guess i have to drag it back then because you said you know you you played boulder's gate you had a hard time you had to go back to dungeon keeper you've been playing Lord. papers please yeah but how was stick of truth you okay it. yeah i, oh, I loved it so still, i actually picked up <laughs> uh the fractured but whole last yes. year and i just i haven't played as much as i wanted yeah so stick of truth Great. Fantastic. I, oh, God, Best game ever. Absolutely amazing. But it, I think it exceeded my expectations and they were not low because I've loved South Park, you know, years, freaking years. Uh, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, I think they're freaking geniuses. The Book of Mormon is hilarious. They're, I just, I love their style. It's so silly sometimes, and there's like a lot of toilet humor, which I'm not a huge fan of, but the rest of it you, is good. You, it's I mean, it's South Park. <laughs> I know, exactly, but it's not just toilet humor, you know what I mean? So, I mean, there's a lot of that. There is a lot of that. They were toilet mini games in both <laughs> games. Yeah, there are. Um, but what I love about The Stick of Truth is that it took. This world I was already familiar with and have already loved for, you know, a decade or more. And um, it did something. Actually put a map to the town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, that's where that is. <laughs> but it, it did something that was gross, but charming at the same time. Because, you know, when you get into South Park, it's like it's these little kids doing and saying these ridiculous things, but in the game they're just they're just role playing. They're just playing a game, but they're just you calling each other like street. fuckers. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I loved um, I loved every second of it, except for crawling around in uh, oh, God, big gay out no, no, butthole. Not Big Al, um, Mr. Slave. Mr. Slave. Oh, God, I hated crawling around in there. It was <laughs> the most disgusting. <laughs> but Lemmy Winks was there. <laughs> everything was in there. Let's get real. <laughs> everything was present inside of Not Mr. Slave. Arguing. <laughs> it's just, I mean. <laughs> I was shocked. 
Like this game actually. Were you though? <laughs> yes, yes, I was because it's, I don't. Oh God, I don't know. Maybe I just haven't seen South Park in a really long time. But it's actually matured. That's the funny part. <laughs> I I was shocked. Um, and it was fun too. There were there were a lot of different things that you could do and dress up and. Um, I thought it was really weird. So I started playing the fractured but whole, and you can make your finish it so bad. I just just, started. I don't know what it is. I just kind of fell off, but I I know I want to physically go back in and finish it. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably be getting to that uh, probably this month. I don't know. I'm running through Dungeon Keeper really fast. (laughs) I have like this hunger now. I like. I really want to play all of these other games besides you know all the humongous titles that have come out that's okay Um, i know that feeling (laughs) yeah and when i realized that that's what i had been doing it kind of made me feel sad why (laughs) because it's like how i I used to be big into fps but i haven't been in the past i don't know like five years or something i think i got tired of it but all the big games call of duty uh, you know, when Halo was still out, I was playing those. I have not touched a Call of Duty game, <laughs> like, personally buying it and wanting it since, yeah. since, since Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, I mean, I was I was mostly a Battlefield girl, so the last one I got was Battlefield 4. Yeah, I didn't, I want to play 1 in 5, but I just never got around to it. Yeah, um, but you're like Assassin's Creed and of course, you know, like Dragon Age and Mass Effect and stuff. And I, I've played Inquisition like five or six times. Um, I got, I played it for like an entire year before I was like, okay, I have to stop just being in this world and, and getting the perfect playthrough, which is what I did for Mass Effect 2 right before Mass Effect 3 came out. So Funny I could like enough, get everything done. I <laughs> never really got into dragon age ah oh, it's so good but the reason why is because i was forcing myself this whole time to go enjoy the witcher which i feel is better <laughs> uh, i mean that's all a matter of perspective right like i don't know which one got game of the year awards <laughs> that's i mean that doesn't really matter to me i also have the witcher i tried to play uh the second one Look, let's not... You don't have to go back. <laughs> oh, let's forget about the entire body of work and just focus on the one game they got right. Because, <laughs> I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. I I literally have tried to go back and play Witcher 1 because I'm like, I'm going to go through the Witcher games. Oh, no. And no, Witcher no. 1 is dog shite. Great game. <laughs> dog shite. <laughs> Witcher 2, they fixed a lot of things, but I always, at the time that I wanted to play it, didn't have a computer that worked correctly. Mm-hmm. And now that I do have a computer that worked correctly with the game, mm-hmm. I just play three instead. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have Witcher for my PS4. And I another thing is like I love Fallout. I've been, you know, watching my cousin play when I was little and then and then playing it myself eventually. I, I love the, I love before. the world. But every game now is so everybody's focused on like open world look how many hours it'll take you to walk across the map and i'm getting fatigued by that um exploration is really cool but i'm when it's every game you're playing it's really exhausting i get it but at the same time like i really wanted to play fallout 3 
after playing so much Elder Scrolls because it was like, oh my god, I got guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I got guns and nukes. Friend. Yeah. But flip side, when after playing a lot of Skyrim, and of course they're like, hey, Fallout 4 is finally coming. I don't <laughs> know what it is. I haven't. I played it and I just didn't care. <laughs> mm. I like the sense of humor that the Fallout games have. And when I'm in between Fallout games, I tend to forget that they do have a personality to them. And oh, it's, they not, it's not just endlessly wandering the wastelands. You know, like the, every vault has a story. Like oh no! Yeah, like in... the one with like all the Bobs. Everybody's named Bob. That's great. <laughs> Bob and all there's, his clones is fantastic. There are so many great stories, and and even when it's not something that's in your face like that, like you could walk into a cave and see like the whole thing is burnt down or something, and there'll be like one terminal in there that alludes to what happened, but didn't doesn't like actually tell you. But then there will be like a doll on the floor you know what I mean so there are these pieces that you can put together to create the narrative of what happened in that vault or in that cave or whatever so how do you feel about Fallout 76 (laughs) (laughs) so that's a game I will not be buying why Um, I heard it it was it was a fun fallout game that you can make your own stories (laughs) so my my same cousin i've been talking about got 76 and advised me against getting it (laughs) i knew i knew something was up as soon as they were like hey it's online only and everyone's like no it won't be i'm like i'm pretty sure there it's online only (laughs) yeah i'm i'm not about it um i really like the npcs in the fallout world and i'm so not about the npc playing online oh (laughs) hello there traveler welcome to my town excuse me but your town is a a shack and that's a robot dog you made that's shack shack town shack town (laughs) yeah would you like to buy some wares from shack town we have shacks Yeah, no, that's not something I'm going to be getting. I um, actually wasn't going to buy Anthem either. If we can, <laughs> if we can, if we can open that can of worms. Um, but my cousin bought it, and he really wanted somebody to play with, so he bought it for me too. Uh, otherwise, I, I would not have ever played it. But I will say that when I started playing it, I actually really enjoyed myself. Like, flying, they got that so right. Uh, it's a they lot got of fun. a lot of the gameplay pieces correct. The issue is, is that, like, oh, I don't know, the last two Bioware games, they're... Tread carefully, thinking, so just... <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm calling I'm just it kidding. Like, like, like I seize it. And the reason why is because I've, I've listened to a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's great no-clip documentaries and other stuff online that you can read. Yeah, they're, they're go, a mess. That go into, basically, it's like, look, we have a great idea. Can we work on it? Oh, EA says no? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. now take that idea, strip it completely, and make it into a live service. Yeah, yep. Which, is Which really by the sad. way, Dragon Age 4. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how much of a component that's going to be. Um, They said that is a main component. (laughs) We'll see what it turns into, though, because... I like like your blind devotion. It's okay. (laughs) It's not blind. I'm just still optimistic about it. Um, Ooh, Ooh, I can't wait to see that burn. (laughs) 
this is a time when there aren't that many solid RPGs coming out. Um, at least that's... Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven needs to have a word with you. That I don't know. I watched that long gameplay video and it made me tired. I don't know. It just <laughs> okay. So here's here's my thing about it. So I watched that whole video, and it looks great. Obviously, but it's gonna look great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a bunch of fucking like fetch quests and shit. It's like oh, run over that's there all, now. Run all over there. RPGs. <laughs> But I'm looking, I'm not looking for, like, prettier water puddles and flashier neon lights and shit. Like, be innovative. Give me something I haven't already done. Let me have my (laughs) neon lights. Okay, I'm so sorry. Let's go back to bashing Bioware. Exactly. So, (laughs) Anthem. (laughs) So, Anthem. Uh, The things that I really like about it number one flying i have so much fun doing that um and then i also really like that even though it's an online game you're the people that you play with like the randos they it's sort of almost like they're playing their own game too when you're on the same mission they're just kind of they're supporting you you don't really have to coordinate with them the, the combat is very intuitive where it's like, oh, if I freeze somebody, they know that that's a primer, and then they can do, like, a melee and detonate them. I don't have to say anything. I don't have to talk to these people. This is not what I'm here for. Like, I, I just want to play the game and get my XP and that's it. Um, that works really well for me. <laughs> but it could be better. And every time I've heard anyone speak of it, they keep patching out the fun. <laughs> I don't know. So I, it's definitely not a perfect game. And I think, and I mean, a lot of stuff could be better. Let's just be honest about that. Like, <laughs> and not just an anthem, but like a lot of games that come out. Um, I think that EA being EA is really I mean, it's the common thread in a lot of the problems that we're seeing with Bioware, but they are having, like, a lot of internal struggle, particularly with, like, management. That's why all their direction is so fucked up. But I, I um, hope for they what it become is, where I, they need I to be. Playing it. Yeah, me too, because Bioware, for me, is really about all the great storytelling. Not to use a term from Mass Effect. They are a husk. Oh, God. <laughs> they are not what they once were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they're definitely fractured. and But it doesn't... It doesn't... Um, they've still put out some of the best games of all time for me. Like, Don't get I, me wrong. I, pl- I replayed Mass Effect 1, 2... And actually, like, I didn't finish three because I actually was waiting for the update to get the new ending. But I replayed one and two quite a bit to get, as you even said, a perfect ending <laughs> to move into three. I have, I have hours in Mass Effect 2. I don't have that much time. And I have a, <laughs> I have a spreadsheet of my choices. Yeah, that's, I wasn't, it was, this, I, I was playing when I was in Japan. Okay. And um, I had a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> 
So, yeah, it was just, like, killing that, waiting for Mass Effect 3 to come out. I mean, you said 500 hours. That's... Yeah. That is a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is many hours. Um, and I didn't... Uh, you know, they have the comic book that came out where you can, like, make the big choices. I did yeah, that... but it didn't allow you to actually do, like, the smaller things. It actually yeah. felt like I mattered more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I did that once, and I was like, meh. So I ended up, like, just playing everything. I, I went back to Mass Effect 1, made sure I had my perfect playthrough, and then just played variations of what I wanted in Mass Effect 2. Um, that, was the, that was the issue, I would say, because if you didn't have a perfect playthrough through 1, then shit actually went out of hand, and you're like, damn it, I need to actually redo one, and one is a slog now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it is a little bit difficult. But you know what? At the time, it was amazing. It was groundbreaking, and I still really love Mass Effect 1. Oh, yeah, no, if they were just doing HD remaster of those three games, it would be perfect. <laughs> oh, my God, I would pay all the money for those three. <laughs> just, oh, my God. I I would love to go back and play those again. Just remastered, um, more Garrus, just something. <laughs> uh, uh, look, Garrus is a bro. <laughs> Garrus We're is, cool. is my space boyfriend. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, he has no That's time it. for anyone. He just has to calibrate. <laughs> oh, he had he had plenty of time for my ship. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, what really pissed me off is that I became like really jealous because a lot of the time I would go in and play Mass Effect and I would want to play it the exact same way over and over and over because I want to romance Garrus and I want to like you know just basically play the same playthrough so you're telling me there's um, no other options for you <laughs> in my heart there is not <laughs> um, but I, I do love the other characters but the thing is that if you don't romance Garrus he gets with Tally. And I'm like, Which, that's I mean, fucking Tally unacceptable. Is the, is the Un- superior choice in this regard. <laughs> you know, like, Tally's okay. She's all right. But um, I'm not happy for them. Wow. And I wish there was an option wow. to tell them that straight to their faces. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't can't sit let, well with me. Can't let the man be happy. <laughs> no. If it's not with me, it's not with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't leave him on Vormai to die. It doesn't work that way. No, 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 no. He doesn't have to die. He just has to be celibate. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Ah. It rubbed me the wrong way. Because obviously I've romanced him like 15 times. And then Tally's just like... Whoop. Yeah, just, I mean, it was there the whole time. You didn't see it? I actually, no, not at all. And I um, I actually haven't, I've yet to romance Tally in Mass Effect 3. I think Out I was. Out of pure spite? I, yeah, I think I was a little bitter. <laughs> she was the superior choice in all situations. I, see, I don't, I don't see it, but. Um... And I don't see Garrus, that's fine. See? We, we all have different opinions. <laughs> yeah. You are clearly wrong. <laughs> wow. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, Tally's great. Um, a lot of amazing things happened in Mass Effect 3, and I actually, when I beat the game, I was hoping for the indoctrination theory to be correct. Everybody wanted that to be correct. Just because, yeah, I know. Um, and then they said that it wasn't. And and I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm still fine with it. It's it's the end. I, it's fine. <laughs> it's the journey, not the destination. I don't know. Is it, though? <laughs> Some shit like that. <laughs> I really though? liked it. All in all, I was not disappointed. Um, because that's my excuse for spoiler talk, and everyone always complains to me saying, no, but if I know the payoff, I'm like, yeah, but it's all about the journey. They're like, shut up. I'm like, you, I mean, come on. <laughs> it really is, though. I mean, it's a trilogy. You don't, you don't take them in isolation. They're not siloed. Like, they're an entire series of games. It's an experience, all three of them. Yep, so, with its RPG one. <laughs> and action heavy two, and then disappointing until patch three. <laughs> I don't know, but see, Mass Effect two people said like it was too linear, but I actually found that really refreshing after because right before the first Mass Effect came out, like when I was waiting for it to come out, I was playing Oblivion. I bought my three hundred and sixty to play Mass Effect, um, and then so I was playing Oblivion. And I was like, okay, this is really great. And, you know, I, I beat that in the method that came out. And it was totally my blood. It was completely different from anything I ever played. Uh, and then when Mass Effect 2 came out, it was so much better. Uh, Gameplay-wise, like, the story was so much more in-depth. And 
it's one of my favorite games of all time. But it did something so different from anything that like the first Mass Effect presented and any like RPG. It's been it's just I don't know. I'm looking for that innovation again. Um, and I don't think that any game really right now is delivering that for me. <laughs> like um, the wit- the Witcher is good. Um, I, like I haven't Geralt, finished it yet. I need in, to finish the damn in game. In terms, in terms of innovation, I don't know that I've really seen any. You know, it's like go kill a monster, go kill a witch, save some kids, fight more monsters. Where is Siri? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, Geralt's <laughs> a good a good dad. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? We need more good dad games. We need those. I still haven't played God of War, and I really want to. <laughs> okay, that game is awesome. Okay, that I actually forgot that uh, we've been playing that. So uh, my husband is a PC gamer, and I'm whatever console I have, I've like jumped around. So right now I have a PS4, so I'm mostly a, a console gamer. And uh, the only way that we can play together is if we get, if we like play a, a one-player game together on my PlayStation, basically. So we got God of War, and we switch off. And as soon as I started fighting, I was like, holy shit, this game feels different. It feels really good. And the relationship that Kratos has with his kid, awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it changed the, changes the dynamic of the game. It changes the whole tone. It gives it heart. It's so emotional. Um, Look, I, I got kids now. I don't want to cry. <laughs> play play god of war it's so good i really really I don't like want to cry tears because i cry know tears to. cry big man tears <laughs> yeah, let's Elvis. finish the game and then just hold my children <laughs> yeah i mean that's cool <laughs> we kids <laughs> you got him. <laughs> I, I wow make it sound awful jeez so many people are having kids you know like there's like it's oversaturated i gotta step out i gotta dry things up a little bit look there's i i gotta so say many anybody, kids these days i i love my children i don't <laughs> wish this on my enemies if you want them you want them if you don't i'm not gonna be like oh my god are you having children Whoever so many people are like is, that. Is stupid i don't get it People are like, oh, you're going to have a third one? I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, that it's the logical question because why would you have two? <laughs> science failed us? <laughs> Don't blame nice this way, on but, the science. <laughs> but the science failed. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like so many people are having kids. So I need to be the one that's not. <laughs> it's okay. Eventually. <laughs> no, don't don't put that juju on me. <laughs> hey, everyone already did it to me. So I gotta pa- I gotta pass it off now. I don't need that. I really don't need that. Kids are fucking expensive. You don't say. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and mine my... multiplied. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, so crazy. Like I don't get it. I really don't get it. Um. Anyway, but now I have built-in players two and three, so it's nice. <laughs> built-in players two and three. 
Um, yeah, so play God they, of War. Because they're playing, they're playing uh, Diablo with me when they're older. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> this now. Oh my God. I feel like that's, that's the benefit of kids. Like you kind of get to mold them into whatever you want and then hope that the world Mario doesn't Kart, deal with them it. up later. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like if you were the young kid, if you were player two growing up, suddenly you get to be player one and all those revenge fantasies that you've ever had you get to enact them on your children and scar them for life. Except I'm, I, I want them to grow up being and being happy. <laughs> uh, so I guess you're a good dad then. <laughs> I, I, I would like to be. I mean, anyone who who will willfully sits there and tortures their children. <laughs> I'm sorry. While it's fun, that's also fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I had a lifetime of being player two, like the inferior player. You know what I mean? Oh, you so. had the Mad Cats controller. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you always get the third party controller and you're younger. So your hand eye coordination isn't fully developed. You just naturally suck. And it's rubbed in your face. I need to uh, it's a have of my cat-ish. kids work. Because switch controllers are expensive, <laughs> and uh, yeah, switch. <laughs> I have one. It's nice. I been playing uh, Dead Cells and uh, Hollow Knight on it. I see. I don't know what either of those are. Do you like Castlevania games? Uh, not particularly. I like. Then the... you would not like. Anime. Either of those. <laughs> <laughs> you would not like either of those. Yeah, I know what Castlevania is. Uh, besides, like, maybe in an arcade once or twice, I've never played it. Gotcha. Yeah, but I do like the show. That's really good. The show was good. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Um, let's see what else. Oh, the, uh, okay. Here's a disappointing game for me. The last Tomb Raider that came out. I have not played Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and I would like to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider, even though I've heard that Shadow of the Tomb Raider is... <laughs> so, I am a huge Lara Croft fan. Um, I am also a huge, like, Angelina Jolie fan, so that's right up my alley. Lara is amazing. I've loved her since, like, the first time I played a Tomb Raider game was Tomb Raider 2, and it was in a Circuit City, a demo, I went in there to play. You know, the, you just dated five, yourself so the hard. Five right? minute demo. I would. Just we don't mention that we've 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 been inside Circuit Cities. There are people who don't know what Circuit Cities are now. Oh my god. Okay, we're not that old. Um, is there any more Circuit Cities? That doesn't matter. I mean, Toys R Us is gone too. Yeah, H H Greg took over, and they're gone too. <laughs> what else is gone? Um way too much so Shit. go back to your story grandma like every bookstore <laughs> except for barnes and noble and books a million those are all fucking gone what's your so story sad. grandma um <laughs> back in your day when you went to circuit city <laughs> yeah so i'm just saying that's I, I i've loved tomb raider ever since then whatever year that was um but this this last game i'm actually not really a fan of it uh, voice actor for Lara, the new Lara. Um, oh, the, the talking so properly. 
I, I, uh, I don't know. So I just hope that after this game, they get somebody else that can move on to a new iteration of Lara. Um, but the game itself felt so much like the one that came before it. So, yeah, Tomb Raider 1 remake was pretty damn good. Rise of the Tomb Raider, even better. Yeah. What happened with Shadow? <laughs> it was exactly like Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh. I, I felt like there wasn't... That's good, right? But now she's yeah, a jungle yeah, yeah, bat, yeah. man. It, it's your... <laughs> yeah, but I felt like... Okay, so the 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 foundation of Lara Croft is that she's an archaeologist and she goes and finds shit that's lost, right? That's the bare bones. Uh-huh. These past two games, they felt the same because it's like she's looking for this lost civilization. Spoilers, she finds them. <laughs> she always finds them. But then she's been fighting the same enemy throughout this trilogy. Um, and it hasn't felt any different between the last two games in particular. I was really hoping they were going to do something different with this third game, and it just felt like more of the same. That's it. I mean, I still want to play it. I enjoyed the last two. (laughs) Yeah, and the story is... I don't know. The story is fine. I, I, I wasn't... It wasn't amazing or anything. Um, it could have, like, I mean, like everything, it could have been better. Uh, maybe they just ran out of time. I don't know. Because the premise of it is really cool, and you sort of get that payoff in the end. But it doesn't feel as powerful as maybe it could have been. Um, and you'll, you'll see what I mean when you play it. And then all of the DLC are just more challenge tombs. There's, like, no more story. It's just like do this puzzle, like you would do in in the game. Just more of them. <laughs> you know what's been better, huh. and I'll, I'll I need to go back and finish it. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Origins. I'm going through Origins still, mm-hmm. but the new Assassin's Creed games are really well done. <laughs> <laughs> I have played almost all of them. I didn't except Origins and Odyssey. No, okay. So I'm actually, um, like I said, I'm like being really frugal lately. So understandable. I haven't played either of them, but like Origins is like 15, I think fifteen bucks now or something. Yeah, I was about to say like if you can get Origins cheap, definitely yeah. get it. With, make sure you get all the DLC with it as well. Yeah, I'm but definitely going to get it. It is really good. Um, I so I've played every single Assassin's Creed except for the one with the brother and sister syndicate syndicate didn't didn't play syndicate didn't play unity uh i played one didn't beat it played two beat it played brotherhood beat it did not play revelations what okay so (laughs) what what (laughs) all okay so assassin's creed 2 the whole thing is i mean brotherhood i think it's it slips a little in terms of, I think, like the missions and stuff. Um, it was, but it was Ezio's like, story. It's so I love Ezio. It's so yeah. Bad. I was playing two. Two was fantastic. I was mm-hmm. like, oh snap! I'm just gonna burn through Brotherhood. Burn through Brotherhood. Got through Revelations. I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Ezio. You were feeling it. <laughs> I was feeling it, but I just got tired. Yeah. I, just, I was like, oof, oof. <laughs> yeah. And then once they announced that 
three was going to be the uh, American Revolution. I was like, Connor, uh, three is eh, but I, I, hate, I hated three. I hated it. I was like, why did they make this game? I just, and there's some people who genuinely like it. And I was very mm-hmm. shocked to find that out. Um, Cause I thought it was mostly trash, but black flag was, I think, a return to form, and I really liked it. Your heart, fiddle-dee-dee, being a pirate is all right, you see. <laughs> Do what you want, because a pirate is free. <laughs> you okay. are a pirate. Yar. <laughs> um, that, I thought, did something different, and I really liked it. So I did not get to play Unity, but I did get it free recently, because they, after the whole uh, Notre Dame fire, uh, Ubisoft was actually giving it away for free. I did play unity yeah i did play i actually liked that one i thought it was good I, I guess you played it post po- post fixings because up front oh boy <laughs> so i feel like people's missing faces yeah so here's the thing i feel like when i play games i very rarely run into glitches which is why i was so confused when people were having problems with uh, andromeda did you play Andromeda when it came out? <laughs> I was the first person to get it at GameStop the night it came out, at my GameStop. And I, mean, I went home and played you're... it immediately. And you, pl- Oh yeah, you played the console one. That's why. <laughs> yeah, and it was perfectly fine. And I didn't understand what anybody was saying. Like, I had... I ran into two glitches the entire time. There was and... deadpan faces. There was missing textures. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. And I actually really loved Andromeda. I thought it was great. So I haven't really played all that much of Unity. Then Syndicate didn't really play that. No, that didn't, didn't play Rogue. Me. Oh, wait, did I play Rogue? Rogue was the offshoot. It was like it was basically like Black Flag Point Two. Uh, no, then maybe I didn't play that. So I didn't play Syndicate. I didn't play Rogue. And then of course they took some time off, which was a much needed affair. Yes. And then they went ahead and released Origins, which hot diggity damn, Bayak is a badass. Yeah, I'm really excited to play that one. And then I'll go to Odyssey. Od- well, mm, the only downside is and if you have not played either. Don't play them back to back because you will be burnt out as shit. Because <laughs> Odyssey was made in tandem of Origin, mm-hmm. so it still has some benefits from Origins coming out. But it's just it feels like okay, I'm playing more of this with a Greek skin. Yeah, and that's definitely what I do not want. I don't think I can play two Assassin's Creed games back to back though. Anyway, and this is why I didn't play Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> Because I played two games and I tried to do a third. Oh, I really like that game. It's making me sad all over again. <sighs> um, because I got a switch again, I have been going through Breath of the Wild. Uh, I need to. I, I want to get back to the DLC. Look, you may say the whole like, a, hey, I'm tired of overworld a, games. No, this is a but... very unpopular statement. Um, but I am not a Zelda fan. I mean. <laughs> there are there are select few out there who have a wrong opinion. I like herded and killed off, but <laughs> wow! So I really liked the first one. That was my jam. That's what I played all the time when I was little. But um, the new one is like that, but in three D, and you can go and do whatever you want. 
I don't know if you that appeals cook. to me anymore, though. That's I don't play Nintendo games really anymore because the it doesn't appeal to me. So you're saying you grew up. You became yeah. an old person. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's meant to happen. It's just... Yeah, but I still have my childlike wonder. Thank you very much. I mean, so do I, but... It's, well, you don't like Nintendo not, games. Right, it's not, but Nintendo doesn't have a, a monopoly on Childlike Wonder. <laughs> um, little do you know. Uh, <laughs> Two companies, Disney and Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, um, I had a Wii for like maybe three weeks and then I returned it. I really. Well, that was a casual system. That was, I that really, was the Wii Sports Machine. <laughs> I really wanted to play A Boy and His Blob because I had such fond memories of playing the original. It is available on computers. Um, the Wii Boy and His Blob was mindless trash. And I hated wow. it. <laughs> wow. There was a dedicated hug button and you say it's trash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Charming. You are a monster. Uh, I don't want it. <laughs> you are a monster. So Holy I've crap. been told. So I've been told. Um, you are hating on the game with a dedicated hug button. <laughs> you know what? Uh, since you're being so mean to me, I'm going to recommend you read this book. It's uh, available book? on Audible. Uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't get sponsorships. You cut that shit out. <laughs> uh, it's called um, A Monster Calls. And okay. I just think that you should read it because... I need you to suffer the way I suffered. But again, you <laughs> are hating on a game with a little boy who can hug his blob pet. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? They made a monster calls into a movie in 2016. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah. Uh, but is there hugging? <laughs> eh, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, just read the synopsis and then you should definitely read it because it's uh it's beautiful and also i want you to suffer the way i have suffered look i've read some very emotional <laughs> shit i don't need more emotional <laughs> shit in my life i'm just here to destroy you from the inside but why <laughs> oh i don't know funsies so i'm not a i'm not a parent so when I read stuff like A Monster Calls, I need uh, I need actual people with feelings outside of themselves to give me feedback. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> I, I, I looked need, at my I kid the other day and he smiled at me and I cried. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he smiled and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, my little boy. I don't wow. need that. I, I look, I gotta keep a strong facade. <laughs> oh, have you ever had one of those stretches? I like how the people that really know me know that I'm a big pushover. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he has a big, he, he puts on a big front, but that guy, huh? Just kick him in the shin. He'll cry. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Have you, uh, so I've been, playing Dungeon Keeper and Baldur's Gate on good old games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually not my account. I, I, my, friend, shame. my friend gave me his login because I, I was jonesing to play Baldur's Gate again. 
he let me have his login when I was in Japan and my laptop back then was so shitty. It like wouldn't run. It was so slow. It was terrible. And now it's perfectly fine. Um, and now I can only play it in like, I don't know, 15, 20 minute increments. It's just, it's so old. <laughs> it's, it's a bit difficult to play. Um, but good old games is awesome. That it is. And a lot of people don't see the benefit behind it because it is by the people who made The Witcher. <clears throat> Anyways. They, I like uh... The Witcher. Why are you coughing at me? Because <laughs> you deserve it. No, but oh. their company their company actually when, um, when I saw a documentary on them, they go ahead and work with anyone they can find to get the licensing to re-release the games and will sit there and poke at the code to make it run on modern systems. Hmm. That's awesome. So it could be stuff like in the case of like Baldur's Gate, they made sure that at least it will work on a modern system and not get glitchy and crazy. Right. They re-released the original Diablo recently. I was like, ooh, I want to replay that. And I thought about it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really care. That yeah. was a bad game now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's crazy how stuff ages like that. Like, I actually recently... Okay, so, like I said, I'm a huge Bioware fan, but Jade Empire don't say. came out in a, <laughs> at a transitional period between the Xbox and the 360, at least in for, my, for me being able to play it. I didn't play Jade Empire. And I'm into it. I, I mean, I did... I finally played it. But I, um, I played it the backwards compatibility, so obviously it's like a you know a little square on your TV, and uh, <laughs> it's actually really good. I liked it a lot. Um, but going back and playing these old games is such a trip because, like, there's so much reading involved, and I actually sort of miss that. And Fallout still has that. I guess, but a lot of the games now, like Mass Effect and Dragon Age, they're like doing the conversation wheel and trying to truncate the responses. And then your character says something more elaborate. Well, they do it so that you have a little bit more immersion compared to before where it was just like, yeah. hey, pick up the, pick the response and your guy just kind of moves side to side. And <laughs> the yeah, it was. I mean... I, I I love the conversation wheel, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's just kind of crazy now, like how much time you spent in a video game uh, was you were invested in like just reading, like reading all of the options and trying to figure out what what you wanted to say or clicking on an object and then it came up with like this huge explanation about what it was that you had to like sit there and read. Um, this is why anytime <laughs> games had audio logs, I thanked them so much. Because <laughs> I can keep going to do other things while it talked to me. Yeah. Um, I think the the game that did that in the best way for me was probably Bioshock. I really like... Loved one. I never played two. Oh, don't play it. Don't play it. It's so bad. And I, I of course, beat and all DLC Infinite. I, okay. <sighs> Infinite was not for me. A shame. It's because <sighs> it's a good game. It's okay. Uh, I saw what they were trying to do. It's just, <sighs> it, it didn't appeal to me. 
I don't know. Thought it was I a little. I will say, a little if you flat. like immersion or immersive first-person shooters, mm-hmm. um, Prey, 2017's Prey, oh, is yeah. a underrated gem. <laughs> Holy crap! Is that game good? Yeah. I advise anyone who has not played it (laughs) to play it. (laughs) And it's cheap now. Oh, yeah. How much it is? I mean, it's not. not, What, 20 or 30 is cheap to you? (laughs) Um, Compared to, you know, normal price titles were 60. I don't know. For me, half off is still expensive. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm looking to spend as little as possible. Didn't I just Fine. tell you I just went through the immigration system? <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> it's 30 bucks. There's a demo, though. And if you get the DLC with it, it's 40 I highly recommend this fucking game. <laughs> or, or I could play all the cheaper stuff now and just wait until Prey gets to be like 10 or $15. That's how I'm it's people life like right you now. that made it so Prey <laughs> won't get a sequel. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm poor. What can I say? I'm not arguing. I'm just saying. <laughs> did you like Dishonored? I did. Uh, I actually. You, it's only... made by those people. <laughs> okay. All right. Calm down, sir. <laughs> it's good. No one played it. That's the problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean,. It's uh, Bethesda, right? It's the publisher. For yeah, that. it's it's Bethesda. But it's uh, they... Arcane. Oh, it's so I, good. I <laughs> loved Dishonored, and it was so hard not to kill anybody. So hard. Because, not that the game made it difficult, it was just that I really wanted to. <laughs> just give in. I love You get cooler games. powers anyways. I know, but okay, so a fact about me is that whenever I play a game the first time, I go like lawful good. <laughs> can't do it. Oh, it I makes the game makes the game harder for me, and that's why I do it. It's like Mass Effect, oh, Paragon. Everything Paragon. But I refuse. So hard. <laughs> but no, I I don't refuse until the third time I play it. So I do all Paragon, and then I do all Renegade, and then the third time, I do whatever I want. And that, for me, makes it more interesting because I'm not jumping around all over the place and I have a nice, clear path of, like, which decisions I've made and which I've yet to make. <laughs> That's how I get all my value. <laughs> I'm not arguing, and I get your, your sentiment. It's just... Uh, I, you if just I have no be, patience. <laughs> if I can be an inter- you know the biggest asshole in the game... Don't give me the option. I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I have Dishonored too, but I haven't played it yet. I actually booted it up, and it was like, "Do you want to be Corvo, or do you want to be that princess girl you saved, or the Empress, or whatever?" And I was like, "Oh, I have to make a choice." And then I turned it off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And this is coming from somebody who loves RPGs, and I was just not about it. <laughs> wow. 
Because <laughs> I want to play as the person I played as before, but they're giving then me just the do option. But they're giving me the option to play as somebody new and fresh. And I and then you can just play it again. Okay, but listen, I don't like playing games more than once. Usually, <sighs> like for all Elder Scrolls games, I just beat the fucking shit out of everything in like a 150 hour playthrough and then I'm done. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, like I 100% did Oblivion. And then I, it was done. <laughs> I think I did too, but, the, but then again Oblivion was a, a game you could do that. Skyrim, I was like, nope, I ain't got the time. <laughs> oh my god, Skyrim I was just like, nah, fuck the main quest. I'm just gonna go do everything else. <sighs> <laughs> and then finally I was like well, I guess I should beat it and then that took like an hour <laughs> well I want to uh, not cut this but thank you for joining me oh, I don't want to sure. I've actually been trying to keep these at an hour or so so it kind of works out yeah um, thank you for joining me Christy thank you for inviting me Clean New was brought to you by me, Sturgis. Um, you can find me everywhere, as I've always stated, on Twitter, everything, at Zero Siphon. Um, the music on this episode, in addition to hopefully future episodes, is done by Buddha Sandwich. Um, you can find his music at SoundCloud slash Buddha Sandwich. I will leave a link somewhere. Um, please also give a... Uh, give a look to friends of my show and shows in the past such as the masters of nothing with uh, jake and john over at mastersofnothing.com also please go ahead and check out uh what's in the box over at double toasted with uh dj miles robert and uh christian torres thank you have a nice night everybody Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.